This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Everything that you needed to start, grow, and succeed with your podcast in a beautiful package. PodcastingSchoolForWomen.com Hello, Miss Jess. <laughs> hey, Elsie. Oh, Hi. my God. What? Is that too loud? Is that You're loud? very excited. You're they're like, woohoo, woohoo. Yes, yes. So, um... Those of you who are on the fence about podcasting school for women or, you know, want a little bit more about podcasting school for women, y'all need to get on the boat because this is like, this is it, right, Jess? This is June 1st. Let's do it. We've probably just announced our most flexible payment plan. And so if money was an issue before, I thought, you know, I think we've made it pretty easy for you to hop on board. Yeah. Let's get the video tutorials, get the one-on-one with me and Elsie, and let's get it on. Yeah. Get it in, get it on, get it up. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, if you have any questions, like right away, if you have any questions, you can email feedback at shepodcast.com, and we will get back to you like ASAP. If you want to get on the phone with either one of us, please feel free to just ask for that, and we will absolutely 100% um, respond to you. Okay? Yes. So there you Do have it. it. Tell us. Yo baby, yo baby. Yes. So so anyway, <laughs> that was it. We just needed to say that. Oh, and we yes. and 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 I have a little bit of news. I mean, in case you guys have not um noticed or have not heard because I, I think this is gonna be or this is kind of big news in the podcasting space. Spotify is now playing podcasts. Isn't that exciting? Boom, shakalaka. Yeah, and She uh, oh, cool. Podcast Spotify. is going to be one of those few uh, podcasts that are right now uh, in Spotify, as far as I know, because we have said, yes, we would like to participate in this. And there's going to be a lot more information coming through because they have partnered with Lipson. So if you host with Lipson, then you do now have a destination or you will have a destination in the dashboard where you can uh, basically say, yes, you have to approve the terms of service to have your podcast in, in uh, Spotify. And um, you will be able to be then streamed by over 70 million users. Isn't that exciting? Holy crap. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, because they've kind of revamped the entire platform and they're kind of making it like a lifestyle thing where you can have like a, a soundtrack to your life, no matter when it is that you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. And so if it's music and videos and then podcasts, then you can have it all in one app. So it's kind of neato. Um, as of now, I do, do you know use Spotify. Elsie? I don't only because it's another service that I would have to pay for. But the only reason that I don't pay for it is because I don't really listen to that many, that much music. I listen mm. to podcasts. So this is actually a game. I kind of a little bit of a game changer for me. 
Um, yeah. I, I might consider I, uh, it a little bit more. I listen to more. Spotify all the time. I listen to it all the time. So maybe it means I'll listen to more podcasts, actually. Oh, well, see, it could be it could be a little different for me because I listen to it on the computer when I'm listening to music. But the thing is that mm. you can't take the music with you on the phone unless you are signed, you're paid, a paid user. And so that's, that's Correct. been the, that's been the, the thing for me. But now, you know, it's how weird is that, that you listen because of the music and you might listen to podcasts now. And then I listen because of the podcast, not because of the music. <laughs> well, I mean, la, la, I listen, la, la, la. you know why? Because I use Spotify a lot because um, I listen to it when I'm hanging out with Isaac. Uh, I see. I listen to not just kids songs, but like I have all these little playlists. Like I have a playlist of stuff that my mom used to play for me as a kid, like Billy Joel and Simon and Garfunkel and America and like the Beatles and Bread and John Lennon and stuff like that. So I made a little list of stuff my mom would play as like, it's kind of like, it's not really kids songs, but they're like singer songwriter stuff mm-hmm. and then i listen to like and then i listen to like dance music with him sometimes and like i have a whole funk playlist that he likes and like it'll just be cool because like when i take him for walks and stuff now i'll have podcasts available as a playlist probably that i could listen to as well uh, i'm already uh, in there so it's like kind of like using facebook or twitter you're i'm already in there you're already I'm in never there. in i'm never in itunes like ever Wow, that's a totally new point of view. Well, this is why I think yeah. it's exciting because I, you know, I I don't have that relationship with Spotify because, yeah. like I said, it's a it was a completely different um, experience. You know, it's like if I wanted to have music, that's what I would listen to. So this kind of makes it very interesting to me to be able to see yeah. it all at once, which is kind of neato. I know. Anyway, so we'll see how it goes. Exciting. All right. Very exciting. Nice, nicely done, nicely done. All right, so we could just let's just sing the whole show. Oh my god! What's up? What's up? I can't sing when I'm laughing, but that would be funny. That would be totally funny. We could be like the Glee. (laughs) Just give it a try. (laughs) Oh god! Oh god! We could have themes for it. Oh, so, oh, I have to turn that quiet. All right. So this should be the clamor show now, you and I, or me, because I always mention clamor, but you know what? This latest thing isn't really about clamor. It's about my friend, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting who left us some voice feedback on the last episode and, uh, or actually two episodes ago, but it, he has a show now that's called the Clamor Podcast or the Clamor Cast, I believe. Oh, of course he does. Of course he does. And you know what he's doing with it, which is kind of interesting, is that he is getting the top 20 liked Clamors and he's compiling them together and he has formed a show about it. And it's very cute and it's very funny because Dave is funny and he comments on the Clamors and and everything and who they are and how cool it is. He's like a total little radio DJ with the like, and then, and then, you know, in the countdown, <laughs> number nine on the countdown, it's, we have. It's a piece of clamor. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send him that. <laughs> That's funny. You have to, you have you to totally do so it. myself. Yes, it is. And so it's really awesome. It, it ends up being about 20 minutes or so. And then he just told me, congratulations, Elsie, you're number 10. And I guess I was like one of the, uh, 
I was number 10 top clamors like last week nice. or the week before for, um, I did a clamor on for mother's day and it was something like M- mama is, or mother is something like that. It was just something, you know, 15, 17 seconds of me doing some kind of like, I guess it's a, it's not really a poem. It was just something I wrote really fast. It wasn't really thought about very right, deeply, right. but I guess, you know, people liked it or whatever, but it was really neat. And, and so I was in it and, and then I was, I just thought like, wow. Oh, but this is the other fun part about the clamor cast from Dave Jackson is that he is promoting the school of podcasting, which is his, you know, product. And it's sponsored by the spool of spool, of, uh, spool <laughs> the spool of podcasting, the school of podcasting, the school of podcasting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so at the end, all, it's very simple. It's a really great little show. And at the end, it says, and this uh, podcast is is brought to you by the School of Podcasting. And he does a really small little pitch and it's over. And I thought, brilliant. Awesome. Because people yeah. who are going to be listening to the Clamorcast might possibly be interested in getting a podcast together and whatnot. So, hey, why not, right? Yeah. So totally. anyway, I just thought that was a really neat uh, little thing. So you've got something. Wait. What? 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 I was going to say, I want to, uh, let's talk about Clamor for another minute. Okay. I want to get your, so like originally I started Clamor and I just thought I'll just share my funny little thoughts. And then I saw that you could add links to your Clamors and I thought, well, I'll just introduce every new show that I have, like for the solo show. I'll just go, Hey, this episode's about, you know, what happens when, you know, whatever. And then because I haven't started the solo show yet, I haven't done any clamoring. And so now I'm sort of wondering like, should I keep the clamor to just be promoting my solo episodes or should I just start mouthing off and see how it goes? Because right now my clamor is blank because I'm a, like, like I want a clamor and I'm following clamors, but like I have no clamors. Yeah, so you need clamor? to start. You clamor. You should start clamoring. In fact, this could have been a clamor. Ever. Let's see how many times we can say clamor in a, in a sentence, in a sentence for 17 seconds <laughs> or I mean, 18. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I think, you know what? I think you should just start. I think you should just start, start putting stuff out. Uh, okay. Clamoring my pants off. Start clamoring your pants off. Cause get, get, here's the thing with any kind of new platform, especially with that one, it might just inform the way that you structure your new podcast. It might help you get things out in a new way. It might just help you start to get the juices flowing and you might start a clamor and then decide you want to keep on talking, you know, because um, I did something for the show, Showrunner. I think it's called Showrunner because I, I'm a little bit confused. Is 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 from the Rainmaker platform? Uh, they've released. I think we talked about them. They started a, new, a network, a podcasting network, and there is a show. I believe it's called the Showrunner. And I'm sorry, guys, if I totally messed it up because they, they've been changing their names a lot, and I get a little bit confused. But it's about podcasting, obviously. Again, podcasting about podcasting, and yep. they they are also launching a course as well. Um, and they were talking about new and noteworthy with the eight week thing, and and that's like one of my pet peeves because it's not eight weeks. I know that it can be eight weeks for most people, and perhaps you know you could justify saying that, but in truth, it is not. And so I sent them audio feedback via Clamor. So I uh, basically said, "Hey, at Showrunner, that eight week uh, myth—I mean, eight week uh, new and noteworthy—is a myth." And then I uh, attached a larger piece of feedback in the like get more section of Clamor, uh, which. 
I just did because I'm like that because I'm such a nerd. You are like that. Yeah. And so I, I ended up t- attaching a larger piece of MP3 to my clamor so that they could click straight through and listen to me tell them how wrong they are for another minute. <laughs> Man, that was super thoughtful of you. I know. <laughs> but of course, I also had to say, but you guys are great because you guys are great, you know, because that's what right. we do. You're awesome, but this is wrong. And you're yeah. doing such a good job, but that's not true. <laughs> so, yeah. So You really know how to deliver it with, um, <laughs> with you know, a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> well, I certainly hope so, nice. but I never responded. I mean, nobody ever responded to me. And it was like tweeted out and it was retweeted out. And I think they were like, who is this girl telling us what we're doing? I mean, that's the risk you take, right, Elsie? I mean, like, you get to build all these awesome relationships with people, and then once in a while, someone's like, who the hell is she to tell us what to do? Exactly, right? What is that, like, one in ten, though? It's still worth the risk. Uh, I don't know. And and then that's the thing. It's like, and part of it is the only way that we're going to be seen more is for us to reach out more. And and speaking of, and I'm not, how you're done with the clamor, with the clamor talk here? Did you get an answer from me? or you? I did. You said, just do it. Just do it. That's right. Fast and easy. So thank you. So yeah. So then speaking, and so this is my segue. You see this? I'm, I'm, I'm putting a segue on here. So yeah. a part about speaking out and getting yourself out there and having people know who you are and being heard is engaging with other people's podcasts, which the mighty Claire Pills just did with us. And she sent us a speak pipe message, um, but she has a little something to say to you. You ready to hear it there, Miss Jess? I am. I am. All right, here we go. Hey, Jess and Elsie. Uh, this is Claire from ClarePels.com. I have a to-be-created podcast in the works, and I wanted to thank you so much for everything that you've done for this incredible podcast and especially the group. It's really tremendous. I wanted to give Jess, uh, Jess a little feedback um, as far as Lady Business Radio goes. If you don't want to interview people who are just so-so, don't do it. Because you can kind of hear the difference. Mostly what I hear are the guests that you're incredibly uh, thrilled to interview. And you could, it just comes out tremendously in, in the, the episodes. So you've said to a number of guests, I'm definitely going to have to have you back on the show. Have them back on the show. We'd love to listen to them. I mean, I don't think your, your crowd is going to get angry because there are some repeats because they're good guests and they're, they've got great things to share. And when you had Liz Alto back on your show, you know, I don't know how long had passed, maybe only a year, but it was fascinating. She had completely different, uh, outlook on things and I loved it. So yeah, that's just, just my thoughts. I, if you're not getting good pitches, I mean, I'm going to kick myself cause I feel like I missed the boat, but don't accept any more pitches. All right, guys. Thanks again. Thank you, Claire Pels. Yes, thank you, Yay. Claire Pelletro, everyone. Um, <laughs> I think, I mean, she's right. I really appreciate hearing that. She's right. And I appreciate it because I know that she listens. And so it's nice to have a, like, kind of, I guess, a listener or a fan go, just do it. Who cares? And she's probably right. I don't know why. I just feel like I should give everyone a chance, but maybe not everyone is worthy of a chance, and I should just have on the people that I already know are worthy of a chance. You know what's so weird is that I never right? had that. Yeah, but I never had that come into Hello? my head. I'm right here. I'm here. Do you hear is me? Elsie there? I'm here. Yeah. All right. Now I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Lost you for a minute. <laughs> are you there? Are you there? Um, I hear you now. 
I absolutely agree. But, you know, that's never happened to me before. Meaning that if somebody pitches me, I immediately have like either yes or no. Like there's no, oh, I should give them a chance. Like even the, and Parviz and Clamor, as you know, we are again talking about you. We do love you very, very much. In fact, we played his feedback in the last episode. But when he asked to be on the show, <laughs> I said no. Yeah, like, no. I was like, no. And, and it was, it was really just based on the fact that we haven't had a guy on yet. And I don't know if I want him to be the first and Pervis again, it's nothing against you. It's like, I kind of want it to be somebody that not somebody that's so famous, but that's somebody that you and I talk about and we say, you know, and we really make sure that this guy knows, dude, this is big, man. You're on she podcast. No, no man has ever been on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Something I'm, like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm okay with it, though, because he's like, you know, he's the founder of Clamor. Yeah, I know. Kind of, <laughs> I know. a terribly small deal. No, but I, I mean, am, like, I, I, I get you know, it. Elsie's protective. I'm protective. That's, that's all I'm saying. I'm protective. And so, but I immediately was like, no, this is not, like, I get like, I get like that. Like, I'll hear a pitch or I'll hear somebody that wants to be on the show and either it's either no or they don't even know. And I'm thinking they need to be on the show. Like, immediately I'm like, oh, my God, they have to be on the show. And, and it's just some, it's an instinctual thing. Uh, what do you mean? A, a about a dude? About a dude? Yeah. yeah. On our show. Actually, you know what? Who was I just talking about that? I, I was just thinking like, oh, that would be really fun. I would love to like, I would love to have Ray Ortega on the show, come and talk about audio. And the only reason that I've stopped that is because I kind of wanted to find a woman to do it. Like I keep thinking like, See? huh? See, you, you haven't that about anyone really well i yeah i have to i have to let you know when i think about the guys because there have been some that have popped into my head and i'm like like that i do have oh i know someone but see i'm so i do have a crush i have a crush i have a crush and i do crush i have a crush i know and and then i'm i'm sort of really oh my god i'm so nervous to even consider even pursuing it I'm not going to tell you. What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> okay. 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 I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Merlin Mann. Who is it? Merlin Mann. I know who that is. Merlin Mann is my crush. I just think he's such a brilliant person. And, and then, and I hear him in all these podcasts and he always blows my mind. Every time I listen to him talk, I'm like, I love him. I just love him. But at the same Merlin time. Mann, is he a musician? No, he's not a musician. Well, he does. He actually, he does have music. Yes, he is a musician, but not like a, I mean, you know, it's, no, he, he, for the most part, he's not a musician. He's not singing all the time, but he does play music. So I can say he's a musician too, because he loves that. But he's primarily, um, I don't even know how I would say it. He's just a personality. Yes. 43 folders. He's cute. I can see why you like him. Well, it's not so much about the cuteness. It's about his brain. He's adorkable. He's so smart. And, and, and he says all kinds of very yogic things. Um, he has ADHD. Yes, I believe he does. And his, the, his mind is just off the hook. And, and so I've been wanting to have him on a show, but I, in all honesty, I, I don't even know what I would talk. Like, I'd be like, uh, I hello? love you. Uh, hello. I'm right here. I love you. It's what I would say. I love you. I love you. Wow. <laughs> I love you. That's what I would say. <laughs> no, it would just become like so a conversation. Unless you're Merlin man, you can 
<laughs> you can uh, pound salt, I guess. <laughs> no, and all, I really just the don't. I wouldn't know what to say to him. I wouldn't. I all. I. I, I don't know. Yes, like. Do. No, but I wouldn't know what to talk to him about on She Podcast. Like, what would we like? I don't know. I just would like to interview him about his podcasting experience and like why he and how he got into it and what he thinks about it going forward and if he has any opinions on business versus hobby and whatever. All right. Well, maybe we talk about we just forget his opinion. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe I'll because I did. He did tweet me back the other day and I like have to, of course, save that tweet. He he said thank you to me. Were you okay? Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god! You know what I think is funny? You're like the professional sheep podcast cock blocker. Oh <laughs> <laughs> blocking, blocking any guy who wants to be on the show. Elsie's right there with her Wonder Woman bracelet. Uh- <laughs> Keep them away. Keep them away from the show, Elsie. Oh my god. So so be snow. <laughs> ping ping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So oh Jesus. And this all stemmed from you, Claire Pels. This is from you. This is why this conversation is here now. Oh my god. So okay, let's move to another subject here. This is Gosh, something all giggly because we're talking about Merlin Man. I've never heard you get like that about, <laughs> about someone. <laughs> You really are like all crushy. It's cute. I am all crushy. I'm totally pink right now. If I were, I won't. Yeah. I won't tell Randy. No, 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 no. Because Randy's got that same kind of brain, which is exactly what it is. I'm telling you, it's the brain. But anyway, so here's wow. a very interesting experiment that popped into my consciousness, of course, <laughs> into my social media consciousness. Uh, I saw a, an Instagram update from Paul Culligan, and he's doing a an experiment in Patreon. We have yes. talked about Patreon before. Did you get a chance to see this this experiment that he's doing on Patreon? I think so. Let me look at it again. Hold on. So what is going on with Paul Culligan is is this. He is going he started a Patreon for up to podcast movement. So it's got an it's got an end. And he has had uh, what he's doing is basically testing out the Patreon model. And he's doing it from a... he's doing something different with it, though. Absolutely. But he just... He's not really testing it out. He is testing out the workflow of Patreon, the ease of people buying stuff on Patreon. He is testing out the back end of it to see how it works as a whole. But at the same time, he's also doing another experiment, which means that basically, if you're just curious about what he's doing on Patreon, you just give him a dollar. You pledge a dollar for when he's done with his test <laughs> and okay. and that's it he's gonna give a report on what happened uh when he started to do this and that's that's it that's kind of like what you get it's basically just give him a buck to get through the process and that's what he wants to do if you pledge five dollars or more you get everything the curious person gets which is the dollar pledge and you get a special meetup at the podcast movement this summer just for the little group that pledged five dollars a month all right. So a isn't that what you keep cutting out? Here it is. A special meetup. Special meetup. Yeah. So, you know, they'll try to do that. And then, and then there's a mastermind level, which is $97 a month. And that's where you kind of like at all the stuff that tester and the curious gets, but then he, you, you get a private group on Slack 
for masterminders. And you'll be, you know, you'll, you'll be doing, you'll be get all this other extra stuff. So basically he's selling his, he's selling two products, uh, a mastermind. And then he's selling another one, which is like a nine ninety seven a month product, which is like a super high end coaching session with him basically. Uh, and he's selling two of those as of now, at least when I checked the other day, he was up to, I think a hundred and something dollars. And he has had like, but he's had a couple of people buy the $97. He's had five people do the $5 and he's had five people do the dollar ones. Who's going to give him a thousand dollars a month? Well, the thing is that there's an end remember. So it's not like a thousand dollars a month forever and ever. Forever. It's a thousand dollars a month until podcast movement. He's going to stop it and he's going to continue doing whatever it is that he feels is working. And he's going to continue that if, if, and, and, and if it works at all. And he's going to stop it. And then after that, he's going to continue with anything else. But I just found that it was really intriguing, interesting because of the, I like this whole $5 pledge for a special meetup at podcast movement. Uh, I like that too, but I, I do find it interesting also that like he only has two people for that private mastermind. That's not a very big mastermind. Well, that, that people would that, be worth it to me if there's right. only two people. No, no, well, for the mat, for the $97 a month. I think it would be worth it right now. Only two people have bought it, but then he's got the nine ninety seven high end coaching, which I don't think that you should have a group master. I don't know. I just feel like if I'm paying nine ninety seven to somebody, they better be giving me one on one. Yo, that's true. So, but here's I mean, my, let's see. It's May, so June, July. Yeah. yeah, two more months. He still has a little bit more time to sell it. Here's another thing that I'm really interested to know and that he mentioned a couple of times and I had never questioned before. So his mastermind, it says a private group on Slack only for us masterminders. And then he says, I know the rage is Facebook groups, but gosh, darn it. It breaks the TNCs that, and it just, what is he talking about? and it's just pain in the butt to manage what this is what he says. So terms of service. This is what he says that it breaks the terms of service. What of breaks the terms of service? Having uh, Facebook groups that are based around businesses. Is this true? Have we ever checked Not that on? I'm it? aware of. Hold on. Should I play like the na na na? So anyway, that made me no, think. Heather Ordover and I realized yesterday that we both do the girl from Ipanema. Da 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 da. Is that wait? Is that copyright infringement though? I think only if you play the actual one. <laughs> This is what they call a derivative version. <laughs> da, 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 da. There's really, it's, it's bad enough. No one can prove that it's that song. Oh, gosh. Um, so hold on. I'm looking. I, I don't know what he's talking about. I've never heard or seen that. 800,000 groups are out there based around businesses. So what the ball maybe facts we can, maybe are we can Maybe we can ask him because maybe I can ask him about that. I have not researched it, so I don't know. Maybe he can clarify that. But maybe that's one of the reasons that he was just you know, looking for another out. A reason not to do it? Is no, a reason not to use Facebook groups. And I have to say that I've been looking for, for another out of Facebook groups as well because they're kind of getting... Why? Well, because... I just want something else. Okay. Well, there, I don't think that there's an easy solution for sharing files on Facebook groups where it's easily found, where there's a place where you could do that. And yes, there is. It's at the top under files. What else? I don't know. I just feel that it's annoying. Okay. So all the stuff of she PVIP that was next to Dropbox for the love of God. What, what else what, could you want? Does it really? 
Yes. Have you ever tried to upload a file in a group? No. No. Well. (laughs) Well, no, I've done it. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, just say. Here's why I don't, I resist using something other than Facebook. Okay. There's one reason only. Uh Uh-huh. Everyone is already there. Right. And it's the same thing about Spotify that we were talking about earlier. I'm sure. going to use and listen to podcasts because I'm already in Spotify. You want to put it on iTunes or make your own thing? It'll probably never get used because I'm not already there. In fact, if Clamor maxed with Facebook, it would be even better. Hmm. Because everything, that's why, fa- listen, I don't care if Facebook takes over the planet because I'm already there. If I wasn't there, it would be annoying. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you know what I, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I just have like a, I yeah, have yeah. a thing right now about trying to find another solution is all. I'm just trying to find another solution. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I have been using Slack. I've been using Slack for one specific group and it's interesting. It doesn't have everything I wish it could have. It doesn't mm-hmm. have threaded comments, which is one of the biggest things that I would want for a mastermind. If somebody has a question, you don't have threaded comments. It is just like a chat. So mm-hmm. it's a little challenging unless there's a file involved. If you upload a file, then they, there can be threaded comments within the file like that you people can comment under there. But then other than that, it's, it'll be a little bit challenging. I love the UI for Slack because it's so it's just so much prettier and it has an app and it's separate. And it's just that every time that I go into Facebook, I go down rabbit holes and I don't have time to go down a rabbit hole. I honestly don't. I need to go in there and answer questions and get out. And that that's never why happens. I like the, that's why I like it being in. Oh, I see. You're distracted by Facebook. I'm not. I totally I am. Get it, I get in and get out. You have to have willpower, Elsie. It's not about. Well, it's, I don't think it's. Use even, your yoga spot powers and get out of there. Well, my yoga. I have like this um, uh, the a feed eradicator, which I have. Uh, it's a Chrome extension that I've been using that I adore. And what it does is that it basically takes your feed away. So when you go into into Facebook, your feed is right in your face, right? So it's completely, it's no longer there. And there's like some kind of productivity quote right in your face. Like, you know, take advantage, like your mind shouldn't be wasted or something like that. And that way when I'm there, I don't get... Your mind is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> Imagine that could be a quote. That, that's such point? a nice quote. No, but it's yeah. it doesn't pull me away. It doesn't make me go anywhere else. So then I can choose, oh, I have to go to the Lipson Facebook page or I have to go to the She Podcast group or the She PVIP group. And then it makes me feel more focused. But if if I see that feed in my face, I just, I get pulled in with all the stuff in my face. Uh, eh. Stop caring. Oh, all right. I care about other people. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't even know who half the people in my feed are. Maybe that helps. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of people that I don't really care about, but there's a lot of people that I'm like, oh, somebody just had a baby. I didn't even know, you know, and like I have to comment or somebody put up a some some kind of like really interesting post about something that I thought like was really nice and I needed to comment on that and then I needed to read an article about something else and and of course, if I didn't know this, then I wouldn't engage, which is why I no longer have the Facebook app on my iPhone. I only have the Messenger app and the Groups app. And That's I, interesting. I've eradicated my the, the Facebook feed from Chrome uh, on the Chrome extension and because it's helping me so much. I can't even tell you. It's too much. It's too much for my brain. I get sucked in. 
So oh, I, I don't get, I used to, I guess I don't anymore. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but I just stopped getting sucked in all of a sudden. Now I don't, but you're not in there. You're trying to get out. I'm trying to get out. Yes. Absolutely. You're trying desperately to get out. I am trying desperate, desperately. Anything to not have me in that interface that's going to call me away. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So I hear you have another topic that you want to talk about there, Jess. Yes. So podcast movement, which is coming up at the end of July, um, and it's a gathering of all fantastical podcasters. They announced a new speaker, and it's a guy named Glenn Beck. And of course, I immediately confused him for Jeff Beck because I'm an idiot that way. Jeff Beck, I think, is dead, actually. Or oh anyway, God. it doesn't matter. He's a musician. And uh, and anyway, so Glenn Beck is a guy who is a bit polarizing, it seems. I'm going to, I'm trying to navigate to our group so I can see some of the comments in there, but let me, and I'm also trying to Google Glenn Beck really quick. I'll go to glennbeck.com just so I can talk intelligently about him. He has a bunch of podcasts. He's reinvented himself a bunch of times in that medium. He's pretty, I guess, well known in the media. Um, but unfortunately he has a, he's very, very conservative. He's a Rush Limbaugh conservative apparently. And so a lot of people who um, heard that he was going to be a speaker got kind of mad and now don't want to come to Podcast Movement because he's going to be there and he's going to be speaking. So let me pull up the group discussion about it because it was pretty, well, now there's 78 comments on there. Holy Christ. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. The first problem is that people don't want to fund anything that has to do with Glenn Beck. But I just want people to know because Elsie and I are doing a workshop, so we kind of have like a business partnership with the podcast movement guys. And we talked to them about it. He's not getting any money. They didn't have to fund his travel because he's in the Dallas area. So he approached them. They didn't ask him if, if uh, he, you know, if they'd be interested in having him do a keynote and, you know, they said yes, because of his status in the podcasting world, not because of his politics. And there's probably other speakers that you may not know their politics, like, um, Sarah, what's her name from criminal or, uh, from serial or, you know, Aisha Tyler. We don't know necessarily what their politics are cause they're not political figures. This guy is sort of a political, not it, but like, you know, he's a microphone, I guess, or a megaphone. I guess what I'm saying is, first of all, you're not funding anything that has to do with Glenn Beck. So your ticket has nothing to do with him. It's not giving him money or anything like that. And then secondly, you know, Elsie made a good point, which is like, if you don't feel comfortable being in the same, you know, five mile radius as Glenn Beck, then, you know, don't come because it's bad energy for the rest of the people who are going to be there. And I kind of like that. That was a really good point. But my point is, if you were going to go to, okay, let me, let me just say this. When I was a kid, I was about to go to Walt Disney World for the first time. I was like 12 and I was going for spring break or whatever with my parents. And then someone told me that Walt Disney hated Jews. Hmm. Like the day before I left. And so I walked around the whole time Walt Disney World going, he didn't want me to enjoy any of this. He didn't mean any of this for me. Like, I, it kind of ruined it for me because I was just like, well, the guy who created this hated me and didn't want anything to do with me. I don't know. I just sort of feel like you don't have to care about what this guy thinks about you or your political status or your family or your opinions if you don't want to, you can just go and enjoy the whole thing. You can skip his keynote. You can see what he has to say. You can throw a tomato at him if you so willingly want to. But I just feel like the whole experience of podcast movement is going to be so good. Why 
miss it because of this guy. Why let them win, right? Like, why let this guy win and ruin your experience, which is going to otherwise be hopefully a pretty positive experience. And that said, he's his uh, keynote's on a Saturday, so you can literally come to the whole event and then just skip the last 40 minutes and be done with it. What do yeah. you think, Elsie? No, I mean, I, I, I just want to really honor people who, ha- who's ha- who are having a really crazy response to this guy, right? So if it's just like you were talking about the whole experience with going to Walt Disney World and stuff like that. If that's how you feel and you really just don't want to be around um, somebody whose opinions are, I just, that, that you feel so strongly about that you value, then don't attend. It's not, it's, I don't feel it's worth it especially if you're not willing to, let's say, take action on it, like do uh, maybe go up to him and talk to him, maybe, um, I don't know, share your opinions with with the people who are there. And if you want to do it in an elegant and, and really strong stance, uh, an, an approach to be able to empower yourself as well in something like that. And if you're not really wanting to do that, you just kind of want to step away, please go ahead and do that. I just feel like I don't really know this guy very well. In all honesty, I don't think I've, I've heard his name. I never heard it either. I, I've heard his name here and there, but not enough for me to be even interested in what he had to say. So uh, maybe that's totally my bad. I, I don't know, but I don't really, he didn't trigger me when I found that out. I was just like, Oh, he's another, And all when I read the, the press release or whatever the podcast movement put out, I was just, I was a little bit sad simply because it was another like radio person, not another person who had been on mainstream media. And I don't know, or I didn't know as of then about the blaze, which is basically the way that he has now started to make money by creating his own content, taking like the middleman out and he's created his own network in in a business kind of fashion to, to get his, his, you know, his stuff out. So I, that's worth, that's worth, uh, paying attention to. And I guess his biggest reason for wanting to be a podcast movement is to talk to other content providers who are doing the same thing. It's really more about the medium. It's about the new media aspect of things. I don't know. It's, it's so hard because I do want to support the people who have a strong, you know, reaction to him. And at the same time, since I don't know what that is, I I kind of want to listen to what he has to say to some degree. And I'm also not really judging the founders or the, you know, Dan and, and Jared for possibly making this decision. Uh, I think it's a challenge to to be in this space right now, though, Jess. You know, what if we were doing something and there was a speaker that wanted to come in that, that was a pretty big name that was right there. We weren't paying them and they just kind of wanted to show up. I mean, I don't know what we would do. I, w- I don't know if there's like a female Glenn Beck that, you know, that we could. Yeah, Dr. Laura. Dr. Laura. Dr. Laura. The... Schlesinger. Oh, okay. That she yeah. would. Okay. She would be a little iffy for people, polarizing. right? Yeah, she's polarizing. So something like, like around that, like yeah, Ann Coulter. Mm. I don't. I don't think I would have her. So that yeah, you're right. Maybe. But then Sarah she'll, Palin, because she would also have something to say. Yeah, Sarah Palin. You're making me think now. Yeah, what if like like what if Sarah Palin was like right there and she was like, here, I want to come to the She Podcast. You know, I don't know, live wait, event. Wait. I'll give you another one. What. Kim Kardashian. Oh, 
Oh, no. <laughs> this is getting to be too hard. Like, we, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm like, what? What if she was like, you know, and you know, and, and they weren't getting paid. They were literally next in the next hotel and they were willing Syria, to not getting paid, asked to speak at our event. What do we do? What do we do? Yeah. I don't I would have a hard time listening to Kim Kardashian speak just in general. I have a hard time just listening to her voice even. But, but then, also something valuable to say. Do I do we value her opinion? Do we value her point of view? Do I value the point of view of Sarah I mean Sarah Palin over Kim Kardashian? And that's saying something. Yeah. It would have to be because it would have to be it really would have to be like we would have to ask Sarah Palin to be really focused about whatever the speech is, um, perhaps maybe sticking to women's voices or um, continuing on your path in spite of women's voices. Hate. Well, I don't. Well, what I'm saying is that we would have to. I don't don't know. I don't know. But this is hard. What I'm saying is that this is a challenge. And it's, it was hard for them. Yeah. I don't think that it was it's done to them. polarize. I don't think it was done as a strategic move. I don't think it was done for, you know, to fund some nefarious things. You know, I think it was really just yeah. something that came up and they just, they made a decision and they won't know whether or not this was a good decision until later. And, and then they will live and learn. I mean, this is, again, it's their second year for, for this. So that's yeah. my, uh, it, I just think it's very challenging. And I on, I honestly, at this moment, I want to honor everybody's opinion because I don't have one of my own that I can be really like, this is what you need to do. There's a part of me that thinks like, I will not allow anything, anybody else to mess my conference because I want to connect with women. I want to do our She Podcast workshop for that day. So there is that kind of an investment involved in there. And I, I want it to be something that we can remember as an empowering experience. I don't want it to be colored by something else. And I have a feeling, well, I think that I have the power to do that. That is it. That is all I have to say. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you think the announcement and the polarization already has colored it at all? Yeah, sadly, I think that they have yeah, to do damage control too. now. And and it's yeah. a, and it's again Do you think they had any idea that it would happen before they announced it? I don't it? think that they realized the level of yeah, I don't think they realized it. I think that perhaps in hindsight they might have you know what I don't know. I can't I can't speak for them. I don't know if they would do it again. I don't know if if they now realize that this perhaps wasn't such a good idea. It depends on how strong your mission is. And if it is a mission about uh, presenting diversity in as many different ways as possible, facilitating conversations between new media producers and really empowering the medium as a whole, if that's like their real clear, um, you know, stance or value, then perhaps they should continue and really back themselves up and say like, we would do this again because we are that behind diversity and being able to give everybody a choice to be able to speak in this medium. There's that. And then there's the other where it's like maybe more based on making money. And I would say that maybe that would not necessarily call more people to go to podcast movement, but maybe not go. And Mm -hmm. then you would make a different decision based on that. But so I don't, I don't know. I I don't know, but I, I was surprised. 
honestly, I, because I, again, I don't know who this guy is really. So you, so what were you surprised at the announcement or no, were you I was surprised, surprised at the response? The response. Yeah. You I know, all four of the podcast movement organizers are white Southern dudes. Do you think it's, I mean, I think it's possible that they didn't no, think that that yeah. many people would have something to say about it because like guys like this are probably a dime a dozen where they live. You're right. No, you, you're <laughs> like right. Jared lives in Florida, but he's from Alabama. Right. You know, and like Dan lives in Texas and, uh, yeah, they're all super Southern. I mean, I'm not saying they're all Republic. I mean, I'm not speaking for their political stances, but I think that they're, you know, they're all where, you know, they're in Jeb Bushville. Well, maybe. Yeah. And it's not so much. I don't think that it, you're, you're right. I, I really don't think that it's because of maybe that they align with what, you know, Glenn Beck's thoughts or, or, or even there, if they agree, they could possibly be completely in, in disagreement with him and his practices and everything that he stands for. But they didn't quite realize because they're in it, because they are who they are. They didn't really realize the difference. The, or, you know, it didn't really, uh, it wasn't as clear to them that this mm-hmm. could possibly not be a good move. <laughs> so, so well, you know what? It's a learning experience, I think, as a whole for all of us, uh, especially when I saw the responses. And then what do you do? Like, what's the damage control? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, what, what is the damage control? Because they've been doing their best to educate people about why. Uh, so, I don't, uh, I don't know. Or another thing you can do is hire the opposite of Glenn Beck. True, which is what I pitched to them. <laughs> yes, that is what you pitched to them. But like, can they, I don't know who, I mean, I don't know if the BuzzFeed girl, are the BuzzFeed girls the opposite of Glenn Beck? I mean, just because they're ethnic. Oh my God, content. yeah. I think so. Well, in the sense that the kinds of conversations that they are having on their show for, I would say, maybe the white man, it would be polarizing. Mm-hmm. It would be absolutely polarizing for the your average southern white guy. They listen to their show. It would be better if they were gay, though, and ethnic. <laughs> well, you don't know nope. if they're bi, or you know, it's it, and true. they have a lot of guests that are that are that are gay, or they have uh, or are bisexual, or even, I don't think they've had a transsexual on the show yet. But they do talk about all of these different issues. That's but I, true. You know, and it would be good. Well, they're in talks with them, I think. Right. Yeah, well, that's what they said. So it would be, it would be nice, but still, I mean, they're the kind in all honesty, I think that show is a very, very powerful show, especially because the conversations that they're having and especially because they're saying things, no one is saying it and making fun of it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You know, I just think that it's it, it's it would be great. It would be great to have that and to have them on stage and for them to go off on all of these conversations that we are right now are talking about. But I think having them on stage would be really awesome. But um, yeah, I agree. So yeah, so that that's what we think. <laughs> that's what we think. Now what? Um, I think we're. Done. I would just like to say. <laughs> Please don't miss it just because of him. Because I want to meet you and hang out with you. Yeah. I don't want you to not show up because of some whitey white douchebag. Yeah. I want to meet you. And Elsie does too. I we can't l- skip it. I know. <laughs> so you guys have to come it. and hang out with us. 
Yeah, and I think it does put us in a in a very interesting place because we do want people to come, but I honestly agree. It's like, you know, if you don't want to, I, I completely understand. I just feel that there's going to be so much more positive stuff going on, especially with our session. And, and I know we're pushing, obviously, we want you to come because it's like I've been dreaming about this, Act, having the women right there instead of on Facebook to be able to answer yeah. questions, to be able to 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 sense to see people's bodies meaning yeah. if they're if they're responding their to eyes, what we're talking their about their yeah and their to be laugh lines no. <laughs> oh my God. I want all of it <laughs> their laugh lines because I like to see people's laugh of lines of course Isn't that weird yes it's sort weird. of kind of odd yes because <laughs> they've laughed a lot <laughs> yeah so anyway please come listen. Please if you don't get on an airplane, the terrorists win. That's true. Holy it's God. true. We can't let them win. They don't get to control our lives. Oh, That's yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. I'm done. All right, yo. All right, ladies. So if you're debating. Wait, are you done? We are done. We, we no, Well, that's because we had to hang up in the middle of the conversation. So yeah, oh. that is why. Yes. All right. Fast. So we're done. So we're done. And. Sign up for Podcasting School for Women. Today's the last day. Yes, podcastingschoolforwomen.com. Don't forget. We want you in there with us, please. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you very much. We'll we'll talk to y'all in a week. Yo. Yes. (laughs) Bye. Love you. Remember. If you want to do podcasting your way, do it upright and head on over to podcastingschoolforwomen.com. Changing the world, one episode at a time.